Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Whether you're in your car, in your home, on a walk, or with someone, we're excited that you've joined us for a deeper dive into Scripture, its tough sayings, and the people God used throughout. This year, we're going through the whole Bible, tracing the With God journey through the Bible, through the year, through us. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining today. I am Chris Birch. And I'm Anson Tebow. And today we are going to be looking at a thought-provoking question for our tough sayings and questions, hard sayings of the Bible. And we're going to look at women in ministry and how Deborah, the story of Deborah that we looked at last week and this past Sunday, is kind of used in that argument. Yeah. Yeah, and this it's this argument or or this thing that has has gone around churches for for a really long time. This egalitarian versus complementarian debate, in a, in a sense. And um, just to give like an overview, egalitarianism is is can be defined as that there's no biblical restrictions on roles that women can serve within the church. Like there's there's women can serve in whatever elder, pastor, kids' way director, whatever deacons, like deacons, yep. everything. Um, and, and a complementarian view would be would be the one that was defined as like the Bible views man and woman as equal in value, worth, and dignity, but they hold different but complementary roles within the church. So meaning that there are roles that would not be for for a, a woman, and there would be roles that would not be for a man. They complement each other in in the way that they they do this. And we may revisit this in a more in depth way in later in the year because once we get into the New Testament. This is something that Paul talks about pretty heavily in, in some of his some of his scriptures. But what you find is you find people who are Bible believing, gospel preaching, everything who still fall on different sides, egalitarian versus complementarian. And and one of the texts in the Old Testament that is used for one of one of both of them actually is is this story of of Deborah um, because Deborah is the first. Is, is almost this first female who's put in a prominent, powerful position. Yeah. Um, so it, it brings up the question: what, like, what do we, what do we do with this? And um, I think the first thing that that we need to to look at is this difference between prescriptive and descriptive texts. Um, and the the difference is rather simple. Pre prescriptive texts suggest what should happen, and descriptive texts detail what did happen. Meaning that this text, whatever, if we're reading Deborah, if you read it prescriptively, you would say, this is what should happen. Like this is, it is telling us what should happen. And descriptively would be saying, hey, this is what happened. And Tim Keller in his, in his, um, in, in his commentary on the book of Judges, it, it says that we can tend to over prescriptively, prescriptively read texts in order to to sort of make them think or say what we want them yeah, to say these days. Dangerous game. It's a dangerous game because what we need to do when we read scripture is this is it's this thing where we have to look at the text, look at the context and say what is this text saying? Is it saying, "Hey, this is what you should do?" Is it just telling a story? Is it giving us moral code? Is it telling us what Jesus did for us? Like context is so so powerful. And if you look into hermeneutics, the study of scripture, you'll find that context is so powerful. So what Tim Keller is saying here is he's saying we can read texts in the Bible that that sort of say what we want them to say or read them to say what we want them to say without actually looking at it more more clearly. So what he does with this 
is he sort of outlines how he is not saying that this doesn't say it's egalitarian or this absolutely says it's complementarian. It doesn't say one of the two. What he is saying is that it's a dangerous game to read this text over prescriptively when in actuality he would say this is a descriptive text telling us what did happen. So he says that like complementarians will argue that this is an anomaly and not a, an indicator of what God desires. But that is a really big inference that does not hold up when you look at the entirety of Scripture. It, it doesn't. It, it's just an inference. And there's no debate that God called and used Deborah in a powerful way in the nation of Israel, that she spoke on behalf of God and judged the nation. Like, that isn't debated. She did that, and she does do that for the nation of Israel. So this complementarian argue that it's just an anomaly is not one that, that will really hold up. But also, the... the um, the more liberal view or the egalitarian view is also challenged here because Deborah does not do the same judging role that men do. She does not fight. She does not lead the army and she recruits Barak to do that for her. So the, the more liberal view or egalitarian saying this is what should happen is and that would be an over prescriptive read. Actually, both are a little bit over prescriptively reading it yeah. is saying this isn't what happened and neither argument hold up. Why? Um, and, and I would argue, and Tim Keller is arguing, that this text, like most narratives, so this is a narrative text, is telling a story, are, are meant to be read as descriptive. This is telling us what did happen. Because if we were reading all of the narrative texts within the Old Testament as prescriptive, meaning this should happen, we'd be reading a lot of things that you'd be like, hey, that is not okay. That's not good. Like, mm-hmm. we're looking at mass genocide. We're looking at all these things. Rather, we see that God is telling us what did happen, that God powerfully called Deborah because the nation of Israel was pursuing other things, was pursuing um, different things within the world, different gods, that God powerfully called her to powerfully judge the nation of Israel and leading them out of 20 years of oppression. Like God does that and uses Deborah in this thing, in this, in this scenario. But what this text does not do is tell us what should or shouldn't happen. It gives us a description of what God is doing in and through Debel, in and through Jael, in and through Barak. And much of the Old Testament is 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 like that. Much of the Old Testament is narrative. Yeah. Like we're in this space in the Bible that is that is narrative. And if if we want to look deeper, and this is what I'm saying, we may look deeper into it later in the year. Um, if the New Testament speaks a lot to this, because the New Testament, we're reading it as this is a letter to a church sort of telling them what to do. Yep. And people read those texts about this topic very, very which differently. Which is more prescriptive. Which is more prescriptive because that's telling, hey, this should happen, yep. whereas this text is is more descriptive. So what I wanted to do and what we wanted to do with this, with this podcast wasn't to say you should be an egalitarian or you should be a complementarian. Yep. What we are trying to say with this podcast is the way that we look at texts and the way that we read the Bible is, is one where we need to look at the entire entire context. Because you can read this text and fall complementarian and fall egalitarian. But we're saying is, in our in my view, I don't want to lump you into this, in my view, though, and in Tim Keller, what he is arguing is, is that this is a descriptive text and shouldn't be used as an argument for either complementarian or egalitarian, but should be rather used 
as a powerful story of God using Deborah in in this scenario. So when we look at this 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 topic, this this idea, we we look further into the more prescriptive texts about it, and and that's where the Holy Spirit will guide and lead you to to sort of where where you land, because there are Bible believing, gospel preaching people who fall on either side. But our encouragement today for you as you read the Old Testament, and we've been doing this since since January, is to look, and when you're reading the Bible, to read it with a lens of, let's look at the entire context of, of the story and see what this is saying. Is this telling me what I should do? Is this telling me what, um, or, or is this just telling me what, sh- what should happened. happen? What yeah. did happen? Um, so we're not saying that this is egalitarian, complementarian. We're actually saying that this doesn't really hold either of them. What it does is it tells us what did happen, and it's a powerful story of God using someone who in that culture, in that time, would not have been viewed in this role, in this uplifted role, and God uses her incredibly powerfully to draw the Israel draw Israel out of captivity, draw Israel out um, of, of being oppressed for, for over 20 years. Yeah, it's really good, and again, we just want to give you tools to be able to study sure. the Bible, and that's exactly what this is context is so important to everything and specifically when studying the bible you just got to understand like okay what was the jewish culture back then and Mm. when you understand that you can understand so much more um and understanding like uh, the roman culture and things like that for the Mm. new testament is incredibly important as well um when uh, Paul is writing to all the different churches, they all have their own culture. Yeah. Like even think within the U.S., like someone comes to the U.S. and writes a, a letter to a church in New England and then writes a church a letter to a church like in the South, they're going to be completely different letters because the cultures between like a New England church and a Southern church or a church in California, those cultures are going to totally be so different. different. And yeah. you got to look, like if you read them all as the same as if they were written to the same group of people they're going to look very different you're going to miss out on information you're going to miss out on kind of what you can take away from it Mm. and uh really miss the point so you know it's extra work it absolutely is extra work and it's not necessarily in the bible like you don't read the bible and paul says this was the culture back then (laughs) right you have to go and kind of make those studies and things like that and um really dive in now as a history major i'm sorry but that is just really fun for me (laughs) it is uh absolutely what i like to do but um you know and if you don't do that i i kind of understand and i apologize but again anson i just appreciate kind of all the work going into this um really good stuff to uh, just spend a few extra minutes on kind of uh, studying understanding and then like let's put it into practice and hopefully we can do that this week so like you said you know, no stance taken here. We've got to put that on the podcast so no one can clip us and uh, and post it anywhere or anything like that. But uh, we're just trying to give uh, Crossway listeners tools mm. in order for reading and understanding the Bible. So, Anson, thank you so much. We'll see you later. See you, Chris. Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God pod. Make sure to catch all our content on Sundays and during the week. See you next time.